flew out to Atlanta for this huge national brand campaign. And I had to fly back into work the next day on Monday morning. And I'm like back into my nine to five. And I'm just like, girl, why are you doing this? You just got paid what you would make in like a month. Like, why are you stressing yourself out? Like you really have to make a decision because again, it came to that point where I was trying to do it all. I was calling out of work like, oh, I got to put in PTO so I can shoot photo shoots for brand campaigns. It was just like, I was trying to juggle it and it was just becoming too stressful. And I told myself, you could do this. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 130 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. In today's episode, we meet lifestyle influencer and entrepreneur Dana Bolden. For years, Dana lived somewhat of a double life. On the weekends, she was being flown around the country by major brands for campaigns. Then on Monday morning, she would clock in for her day job at Under Armour. After eight years on the corporate ladder, Dana decided to go all in on her blogging career. Four years later, she hasn't looked back. During our conversation, Dana shares how she's used her personal brand as a foundation to grow multiple streams of revenue within her business. These include a children's book that she's co-authored with her daughter, an upcoming skincare line, a fitness community, and more in the works. She shares with us how she comes up with the business lines she decides to launch, as well as how she manages and balances all of these business lines under her personal brand. Before we hear the rest of Dana's episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories like Dana's can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. The She's Offscript podcast also has a membership community to help you launch and grow your business with resources and coaching. Join our Boss Offscript community today by going to sewaajpele.com forward slash community. With that, let's go Offscript with lifestyle influencer and entrepreneur, Dana Bolden. Dana Bolden, welcome to She's Offscript. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. For any of our listeners who haven't come across to you on their Nike emails or in Essence, could you share who you are and what you do? Yes, I am a digital lifestyle content creator, entrepreneur, children's book author. But most importantly, I am a mom. I have two little kids that I love so dearly. Aria, she is seven, my daughter. And then Bryce, my son, he is a year and a half. I am also a wife to my amazing husband of, I think we're going on nine years. I'll be forgiving, but <laughs> nine years of marriage. I'm wife, mom, business owner, superwoman. This is what I like to call myself because I like to do it all. <laughs> and you do it all so well. And I think that's one of the things your tribe loves about following your journey online. But before we get to where you are today... I know you were a Division One athlete who played basketball in college. So while you were playing in college, is this the career you envisioned for yourself? Girl, absolutely not. Like I, sometimes I still have to pinch myself to say, I am actually here because entrepreneurship was definitely not something I thought I would be doing. And obviously, I'm going to tell my age here, but I think I graduated in 2010 from college. So over 10 years ago, social media, this wasn't like a career or a world I thought I would be in at all. 
So for me, when I graduated college, my goal was just to get a good job that's going to pay these bills, that I could eventually just work my way up the corporate ladder. And that would be that. I would just be this career corporate queen working in corporate America, making money to support my family. So I never thought that I would be an entrepreneur and specifically in the digital social media world. So it's just a blessing to see how my career has been able to just evolve over the last 11 years. And I'm just super blessed and grateful to be doing something that I love every day. But didn't you have a blog in college? Yeah. So girl, but I think everybody at one point <laughs> had here and there. I wish I could find that blog that I had like back in the day. Um, just like me kind of sharing things online. And then I dropped that for a while. And then I came back and revisited after I graduated college. And myself and a friend, we just wanted to like start a blog together. And we did that and that grew. And then we eventually dissolved that blog because we weren't interested anymore. And then I just kept up sharing my passions online. And that's how my personal brand grew. So again, it was never really something that I thought I could make a career out of, but also something that I really just enjoyed doing. And I think that's one of the reasons I've been successful with it is because it's just been a natural passion of mine. I didn't join social media to make money or to think, oh, I'm going to be popular one day. It was just, I wanted to inspire and to create a community and, and you know help other women along the way. And that's key to note because this isn't the first time you're trying this. You had a few false starts, you experimented, you figured out what you liked, what was working for you before you were able to build the platform that got you to where you are today. But you did mention that initially you thought you were going to climb the corporate ladder. And after eight years of working at Under Armour, you started to feel like your career wasn't growing as fast as you wanted it to. Could you talk to us about what that time in your life was like? Yeah, I just remember really trying to move up and change positions and to get a role that I really thought I was going to like really stay in and grow from. And I just couldn't get into that role. I just overall felt like, okay, what is happening with my career? Like what's going on? I've been here eight years. I've been kind of stagnant. But also around that time, or six years into working in corporate, that's when I had my daughter. And this kind of led me to start the vlog because I really didn't have a creative outlet. And I felt like at the time I was stressed with work, (laughs) not enjoying work. And then I would come home and then I would... Obviously, we all know as new moms how challenging it is. And I just was not being fulfilled at all aspects of my life because I just felt like work was stagnant. And then I'm coming home and I'm you know, tired from work. Obviously, I love my family and everything, but it's a lot. And I felt I had nothing fun or creative to look forward to every day. And I just remember my husband like, you got to find a hobby because his hobby was basketball or video games. And he would be playing that. And I'm just sitting there looking at him like, hello, entertain me. Like, (laughs) like, you know, and he was just like, you need to find you something to do because I can't be your end all to be all, which is true. I feel like everybody needs something that is going to make them happy outside of their careers, outside of their family. You can't put that stress and pressure on one person. You have to be able to fulfill yourself and make yourself happy outside of all of the roles that you have within your home. So I'm like, okay, I do need to find something to do because 
this ain't it. So I'm like, okay, well, I am going natural. I'm going to start this blog and we'll see how it goes. So it literally just kind of started from just me needing something fun and creative to do. And it just blossomed from there. So you've also talked about reaching a crossroads where your blog was starting to take off. You were getting booked for modeling gigs. They were flying you left and right. Then Monday morning, you would come back to work. What was your inner dialogue like, especially when that one person at the office gets on your nerves and you think, do you realize I'm making more money with my side hustle? (laughs) So what was that time period like for you? Yeah, it was so crazy because as I was building my brand and things were growing and literally I was growing my brand on top of my nine to five. Like I was on my lunch breaks. I'm like, okay, it's lunchtime. I need to create some content. Instead of going to the cafeteria to eat, I would get a friend and say, Hey, let's go take some pictures outside. Like I would have full on photo shoots. And it just like, it warms my heart, but it also like brings a tear to my eyes to think about like where I've come because I'm like, I was grinding. And I remember getting to a point where, okay, the money was coming in. Like I got to a point where brands were paying me. I'm making money. I'm able to supplement income. Brands were flying me to photo shoots. And one particular campaign, I was flew out to Atlanta, which happens to be my place of residence now. But I flew out to Atlanta for this huge national brand campaign. And I had to fly back into work the next day on Monday morning. And I'm like, back into my nine to five. And I'm just like, girl, why are you doing this? You just got paid what you would make in like a month. Like, why are you stressing yourself out? Like you really have to make a decision because again, it came to that point where I was trying to do it all. I was calling out of work, like, oh, I got to put in PTO so I can shoot photo shoots for a brand campaigns. It was just like, I was trying to juggle it and it was just becoming too stressful. And I told myself like, you could do this. Like you really do this. Like, even though this wasn't in the cards, like you didn't think that this could be a career, you could absolutely do this. So I remember I got up from my desk. I called my husband, like, I think I want to quit my job. And he was just like, go for it. And, you know, I I made that plan to quit my job. And then I think within a few weeks or a month, I can't remember the exact timeframe, but I was out of that job. And I remember like, Once I quit, how things just elevated for me. It was just like God said, girl, finally, you decided to bet on yourself and listen to me. And now look at all the opportunities coming your way. It's just like sometimes you got to close one door so that multiple doors will open for you and stop holding on because that holding on to this one piece is blocking all the blessings. So I feel like just the stars were aligning and people were like, oh, you got time today. You got time. You got to work this nine to five. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you this. So I just started getting all these opportunities and the money was flowing. And now it's just like, I can't, I, it's just um, crazy how much I make now compared to what I was making then. And I would never, ever be able to make the money in my corporate job. I was just talking to my husband last, you know, last week about it. He was just like, wow, you know, I would have probably still been under six figures had I stayed in that job because just of the trajectory of my career and where I was, I think I was making around the time like 50 something. And that was after eight years in the role with a college degree. Looking at what you've accomplished, they clearly weren't using all your talent. Yeah, it was just, I couldn't progress there. And you know, now I'm, I make that in a month. So it's just like, Ooh. yeah, 
and I just never, ever would have been at that level. And I'm just so grateful that I decided to bet on myself and to take the risk and to take that chance. And now it's just up from here. And one thing you highlighted is that when you decided to leave your nine to five and go all in, your business took off. And I think that happens because that commitment creates a mindset shift where you move differently and you operate a little bit more boldly. So even though people at work probably saw you featured in national campaigns, you probably still didn't feel comfortable being your full self while working for someone else. Absolutely. And it's also for me, it's like you have no choice now. When you start to work for yourself, it's like you have to hunt. You have to go out there. You can't just sit back and like, you know, expect for someone to bring food to your table because you have this job. It's like, no, girl, you got to go out there and hunt and find this work find this food so that you and your family can eat. So it brings out another level of work ethic in you. And I already had an amazing work ethic, but I feel like I was in my stride, like, girl, let's get this money. Let's get this this career on and popping because this is all you got now. So talk to us about the evolution of that hunt for money and brand deals. What was your first pitch like versus what your process looks like now, especially since brands are probably reaching out to you now? Yeah. So honestly, I was in a really good position to where a lot of opportunities were coming my way. Especially, I mean, even now, I mean, throughout my whole career, I've been very blessed to get a lot of opportunities to where it it kept me busy. (laughs) So if I didn't want to go out and like pitch it because I've built a brand that was so strong that brands wanted to work with me. So I think that was a great, great thing. Even in the beginning when you first started? Well, when I quit my job. So like after I quit my job, I was getting the opportunities coming my way. But in the very beginning, when I obviously started blogging, no brand knew me. No one was checking for me. And I think that's also a testament of my growth and hard work is because you work so hard to where you get to a point you don't have to introduce yourself. Not to say I'm not there. I'm definitely not there yet because I ain't Beyonce. But I'm saying like when I first started, no one knew who I was. No household brand. I was just sitting there like, man, I wonder what it would be like for X, Y, and Z brand to know me, the Nikes of the world. Again, I'm working for Under Armour and, you know, the biggest competitor is obviously Nike. And now fast forward, Nike's calling me saying, hey, we want to work with you. Hey, we want to put you on our website. Hey, you know, we go send you this free product. So it's just like an evolution and it's just like such a blessing. But, you know, even now, I have a management team that pitches me and go out and get opportunities for me as well, in addition to the brands who come my way. And I turn down so much. Like People don't understand how much good influencers turn down because, again, you can't work with everybody. Everybody doesn't align. So I turned down six figures worth of work last year. And I'm okay with that because I've made multiple six figures. So it's like, I can turn down this and also make sure my brand is strong because at the end of the day, it's all about my community. You know, I'm not just taking on anything. I don't care if a brand is offering me X, Y, and Z. If it doesn't align, if it doesn't make sense, it's not worth it for me because my brand is more important. You mentioned community and Dana, your community loves you. You have built a tribe that's loyal and they trust your recommendations. How did you go about building your tribe? 
I think it just goes back to what I just said. It's not about the check for me. It's about really being able, being very specific and being honest, being authentic. I feel like with every single thing that I do, my authenticity and my realness, my personality shines through. And I feel like my tribe connects with that. They feel like, oh my God, I know her. That's me. That's my sister. That's my best friend. Like that's my cousin. Whatever you feel like I'm, I am to you, I am because I feel like I've built, built that loyalty loyalty and trust, not only with my personality, but what I give and what I recommend and what I say. And I think that's how I've been able to build that loyalty. And also by engaging back and, you know, just being present. I think that's something that's super important to me is to be present, whether it's in my consistency or just showing up for my community with value. I think all of that has been able to help me along the way. And the fact that you are who you say you are, both in person and online, just speaks volumes. You and I actually met in Dallas at an event, and you were just like what I see in your stories. That's not always the case because there are people with online platforms that, you know, have a little bit of a mean girl streak when you meet them in person. Anyway, the point here is the integrity of a personal brand is like a currency online. And one of the things your personal brand has enabled you to do is to create all these streams of income within your business. There are four streams that I know of. Could you walk us through how you were able to add onto your business after starting out as a blogger and influencer? Yeah. And it's so funny when you say all these streams. I'm like, what streams do you know of? But (laughs) okay, it really is. It is intentional, but it's, it's authentic for me. Like it was things that I really wanted to create and share and now they're happening or they're in the works of happening so it's just been really really good so I have my children's book that launched in November with my daughter so we co-authored a children's book and that was something that I saw that she was interested in and that she was really passionate about and I'm like okay let's go and do this like you love to read you love to write you're sitting around the house writing all of these little paper books. Like, let's go ahead and make this a thing. Because like, now that I'm an entrepreneur, I'm seeing all the opportunities. And if my daughter enjoys something, I'm like, why not create it? It, It's nothing for me. Like, that's just how my mind works now. I'm all about creating things that you're passionate about and seeing it through. So she was passionate about writing books. I'm like, girl, we gonna write this book. And we did it. It took almost a year to, you know, just put out into the world. We launched it on Amazon. It became an Amazon bestseller within hours. And now we have that. So now we sell the book on Amazon. And we recently, and I haven't shared this yet, but we have hardcover books because at first it was just the paperback books on Amazon. But now we have hardcover books and we're selling that on our website as well. So we have the book. And then obviously my personal brand with brand collaborations, events, speaking engagements and stuff like that is a stream. And then I recently launched Define Bold, which is my fitness community and platform. And I have that that I'm growing and that I'm just really excited about because that wasn't in the cards either. Even a year ago, I sat down with my financial planner yesterday or a few days ago and she was like, where did this come from? Because it wasn't in the cards. That wasn't like a plan for me, but I saw that as something that I became passionate about within the last like 
seven to eight months to a year because of my fitness journey. And then I'm like, okay, I want to launch this fitness brand. Actually, let me pause you there because when you did your 75 hard challenge, whether or not people were doing it with you, your tribe was just there cheering you on and they just wanted to see the behind the scenes. And one time you shared a video where someone had tagged you in a video of themselves eating chips while watching Dana workout. And I just... (laughs) And I loved your response to that, which was, let me enable you to also get started with your own fitness journey. And then that's how you created a platform to help them do just that. It came about so organically, as you said. Yeah, I think everything that I do, there's authentic and it's natural. So like all the things that you see that I'm going to launch over the next year, because there'll be a few things, it'll be because it was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. It will never be like, why did she do that? You know, I don't think anything that I'm I'm doing, whether it's a brand collaboration, whether it's new products that I'm launching or things with ventures, it's because it makes sense for me. And for my birthday, I had a fitness event. And that was just so awesome because it was like literally on my birthday, I decided to host a boot camp event where I invited, or not invited, but people purchased tickets. And it was, you know, it was small. It was probably about 25 or 25 to 30 social distance event. And it was amazing. And it was just the perfect birthday celebration for me because it was on a Saturday. It was my birthday. I had women in my tribe come out and celebrate and support, but it also like really ignited and launched the Define Bold Fitness brand because this is something that I want to continue to do for the rest of the year. So, And then when we first connected, you were also working on a skincare line. So hopefully we're still going to see that coming out. Yes. I'm like that too, but it takes so much time. Lord, you know, it's been literally over two years that I've been in the process with that. So So that's still in the works as well. So, you know, all of the things I just want to always say that I've tried to do it. You know, I don't ever want to die having dreams. Like I want to be able to put it out in the world, whatever it is that I'm dreaming about. I don't ever want it to be sitting on me and like, oh, I wish I would have did that. Or, oh, you know, you should have tried it, especially now with me quitting my job four years ago and doing this, it's like, girl, why not? You know, imagine if I would have sat on quitting my job and not doing this full time, if I was scared. It's like, now I'm not scared to make any moves anymore. If I have the vision, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it because at the end of the day, what, what what's the worst that could happen? You could fail. Okay, you fail, you start over, you drop it and do something else, you know? So I feel like I would rather know that I tried and failed than not try and then possibly could have succeeded. So One of the things I love about your platform is how openly you share your family. And I know there are different perspectives on sharing kids online. With the collaboration you have planned with your husband, have you had any conversations about him wanting to stay out of the limelight or how are you navigating that side of things? Yeah. So, I mean, he he's all on board with the family sharing because at the end of the day, for me, as authentic and open as I am, and again, everybody has their own reasons for not sharing their family or sharing their family. I think that's a personal decision. I will never shame a mom if she says, I don't want to share my kids online. Girl, I completely get it. But I feel like for me, as open, as inauthentic as I am, like it would be a struggle. It would literally be impossible for me 
to not share my family and my kids because like they're such a big part of me. And I feel like I would be closing off like 70% of who I am because I'm more than just this business owner and digital content creator. Like I am a mom. I'm a boss mom. I am a boss ass wife. I, you know, like I just can't hold that part of me away. And I feel like that's a way for me to connect even further with my audience is because they see who I am. Now, it's not like I'm sharing every ounce of like my relationship and my marriage problems or, you know, anything like that. It's not, I'm not saying like, oh, it's an open invitation to everything in my world, in my life right now. But I think I share enough for people to know who I am, know my family dynamic, know the relationship, the main relationship that I have with my husband and to see like the black love and the black family. And that's something that's so big and so much a part of me that I can't, I can't not share it for me. And it makes me happy. It truly brings me joy. And I know that it brings a lot of my community joy. Just seeing my kids, seeing the simple things that I share. I could share my son picking out his socks and people love it. You know, it's just different things that I'm able to create, that I'm able to share with my audience that they connect with and love. Mm, So hearing everything you have your hands in, it is a lot. So how do you allocate your time between kids, family life, business? I know this is one of those cliche questions people ask women. And this isn't about you being a woman, but about the fact that you are doing a lot successfully. So how are you tactically managing your time? Yeah, I am super big on like time and like being efficient with things. And I also have a team. Like, you know, I'm not operating out here saying that I'm doing this completely alone. So one, my son, he recently started daycare, which was been, (laughs) oh child, the biggest blessing because, you know, obviously... It's a, it was a tough decision, but I ultimately made, or my husband and I, we ultimately made the decision because we wanted him to be able to not be stuck in the house. Obviously, he's a quarantine baby. He's been in the house for the last year and a half, like literally in the house. <sighs> Get ready because daycare every week, coming home with the snivels, even in normal times. And we've already experienced that. So I'm like, it's definitely a give and a take. It's like, okay, I want him to have the personal development and the people skills to be around people. And, you know, obviously get that education because he's in a private daycare. So, you know, that was important to me too, is like, I really want him to, because that's what I did for my daughter. And she's super smart and she's just, her personality is great. So I don't know. It was just a decision I made or we made to get him in daycare. Obviously, it freed me up some time. Because again, I work from home. I could keep my son. But at the end of the day, it's like I also know all of the things that I'm trying to do. And it would be impossible for me to get those things done. And as moms, we have to make the tough decisions. And, you know, you can't be shamed for it because at the end of the day, it's your decision, it's your child. So he's in daycare and that's been a blessing because I've been able to have some more time to do more things. And then I have an assistant who's amazing, who helps me with scheduling and getting things together and then, you know, a management team. So there's no way I'm doing it all alone, but I feel that having people and systems in place allows me to be as efficient and productive as possible. So from a tactical perspective, what tools and systems do you have in place? For example, do you have a day where you do all your shoots, a day that's only designated for meetings? How are you structuring your day and what tools are you using to do it? 
Yeah. So I do have a day, like every Tuesday is my shoot day, content creation day. So I meet with my photographer, we shoot content. And then, you know, I do structure out my weeks to say like, okay, these are the days I'll take meetings or interviews or things like that. And I think that just keeps the week progressing well when I know what's going on each day. And then on top of that, I have tons of scheduling systems. So my Google Calendar is obviously my best friend because it has every single thing that I need to do or accomplish or get done on that. I have Basecamp that I use for my management team with my assistant to stay on top of like my to-dos, my campaigns and all of that. And then every morning, my assistant recaps what I need to do, emails I need to get to, to do lists, everything pretty much in my Dana daily that she sends to me every morning. So it just basically keeps me on track, keeps me streamlined with everything. And then I have a social media person who helps me with my Define Bold, which is my fitness brand with that. So she has Trello to, you know, communicate content and, you know, the community there. So again, I have a team that's helping me with a lot. So it's been good. And I like that you highlighted that even with your Define Bold Fitness Instagram page, you have help because a common question I hear is for all of the business offshoots of a personal brand, should I be starting different Instagram pages or should you use the same page? So for Define Bold Fitness, you decided to create a new page. So what's your take on how business owners listening should make that decision for themselves? I think it definitely depends on what the brand is. If it's a personal brand, so say if it's like, oh, I like cooking, but I also, you know, sharing arts and crafts. So like if it's something that you do personally, I would say keep it all on one page because, you know, it's a personal brand. So you can share who you are. Like for me, it's like, I'm a mom. I love fitness. I love sharing, cleaning my house, but I'm not going to make separate pages for me cleaning my house, me sharing my mom stuff, me, you know, slaying my face. Like it's just too much because at the end of the day, it's me. Like, if you like me, you're going to like whatever I create. And if you don't like me cleaning my house, then skip past that content for the day. (laughs) But I think once you start to go onto different businesses, so for me, Define Bold is a different like avenue. Of course, I'm going to still show like I do fitness on Dana Bolden, but in terms of what I'm trying to build for Define Bold as it being a fitness community and fitness brand, then I thought it was smart to create its own lane because obviously in five, 10 plus years, I want it to live without me per se. So if you're trying to grow a business that's bigger than just you and your personal brand, then absolutely, I would say create that second page or third page if it's really something that you're trying to make that's bigger than you and that can live without you in the next five plus years. The key is to factor in the support it's going to take to run all of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because to be honest, even when I started to find both, I didn't have help in it. You know, the page was stagnant because I just couldn't do both because my page is enough. Like I'm literally trying to keep up daily with content every day with responding to people. I just got burned out in terms of like, oh girl, you got your super cool Aria for your daughter's book, but you got this, you got that, you got, girl, oh Lord, it's too much. So I knew for me, if I wanted to grow Define Bowl, which I do, it is something that's going to be super, super important to me this year. I needed to hire help and I got that. And now she's managing the page, the comments, the questions and the content. And obviously I'm hopping in there because I want to still be in tune, but having that help definitely is going to help me grow the page. 
And for the super cool Aria page, is someone managing that and managing the marketing strategy for promoting the book? No, but girl, I'm about to get on it because the, the same person that's helping me with Define Bold, I'm about to get her for that too because I need more, I, I need the help. I know that's something that's important for me too, especially going into the, the, the year and the things that I want to put out for Super Cool Aria. I'm going to need that to continue to grow. So, yes. And as they say, mind the business that pays you. You already know what the cash cow part of your business is. So you want to make sure that you're focusing on that and getting other people to help as you're growing the other parts of your business. So for anyone who is growing a personal brand and would like to build businesses based on that brand, what advice would you give them as they're starting on this journey? I would definitely say I'm able to have successful and hopefully, knock on wood, very successful brands as they launch and develop because I've built a strong personal brand and I feel like people really connect with other people. So if that's something that you're looking to eventually venture off and have your own products or whatever outside of your personal brand, I would first say build that community first. It's so important to have community before launching a product, in my opinion, because it allows you to really show who you are, share the brand story, share the why instead of just popping up with a product that no one knows who you are, no one knows anything about this product. It's just another product in the market that they can get anywhere. It's like, girl, okay, I can go to Amazon and get that. But why am I going to buy from you? I'm going to buy from you because I love who you are. I love what you stand for. I love what your brand stands for. I love what you've been doing. You know, just having some kind of brand story behind that will help when launching other products. So I would say the first thing for anybody to do is work on building community first. You spent so many years building a great foundation for your business to the point where you're also seeing success in the new lines of business you're launching. When will you know that you've succeeded as the Dana Bolden brand? I don't know. I think for me, success has always meant happiness for me. And I'm very successful right now because I'm happy with what I'm doing and what I'm putting out. But Financially, I've been successful, but I think once I launch or continue to launch the brands that I have in place is really seeing those become million dollar brands. I think that is going to be like, oh my God, girl, you did it. You did it. So I think that's like my goal, especially for Define Bold, Super Cool Aria. That would be amazing, like especially with the things that I want to continue to do and grow with that brand and also the other brands that I'm working on from skincare and the things that I'm doing with my husband. I think, you know, seeing seeing that dollar amount is always a good thing. Ooh, and I'm looking forward to it as well, especially with the brand you're building for your daughter, Aria. There are so many other moms who will be inspired to enable their kids because they see what you're doing with her. I really appreciate you giving us a look behind the curtain to see how your business has grown so far. So for anyone who wants to follow along your journey as you're building your personal brand and your business, where can they find you? Definitely check me out on my Instagram at Dana Bolden, my website, DanaBolden.com. And then follow my, if you're into fitness and not just fitness of working out, but just total wellness, because that page, I really want to create a community to help inspire, but also educate Black women in their whole wellness journey. So 
Follow Defiant Bold Fitness. We have some amazing things that will be in store over the next few months. You do not want to miss that. And then my children's book, Super Cool Aria, that's on Instagram, or you can visit supercoolaria.com to purchase and support the book. Wow. Thank you so much, Dana. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been good. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you enjoy listening to our show, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network. Between episodes, you can find me on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Off Script, or you can catch up on past episodes at She's Off Script.com. See you on the next one.